Hello there. Hello there, and welcome to the Sif Taker Snapshots podcast. It's producer Tim on the road, and I am joined by Chris Main. Hello there. So we have been at IQ Gaming in Huddersfield today at a little four-round casual event, and I thought we'd just quickly go over our list and how we got on today. I've got an interview with the event winner, Rob Ram, and Alan Watson, who is known for flying some scum and villainy, and they chat over their lists and how the points uh, have affected them. Uh, but first, let's go over ourselves. So I took the Mighty Morphin Inferno Squadron, more for the fact that I've had a bit of a break flying the Double Jedi Double Torrents recently for the Sith Takers vs IQ team event and fancy just running the TIE Fighters out as a bit of a um, sort of check how the, the TIE Fighters are getting on with the current meta. So it's a very interesting day, um, lots of new lists being tested and part of me actually thinks that perhaps I should have taken the opportunity to try something but honestly I just couldn't think of something I wanted to fly. So it's uh, Hal Runner, Iden Versio, Del Miko, Gideon Hask with Crackshot, Sane Mara with Marksmanship, and Night Beast. Game one, I ended up playing a triple Imperial Ace list, and it was super close all the way through. I think I ended up losing the game something like 32 to 48, and if a crit that had been flipped on center fell in the last turn had flipped say something like a direct hit uh, i would have actually won the game but unfortunately it wasn't to be uh, game two was against uh, a young player called cameron who is running wolfaro where his name is the um in the azatuck he had nora with proton torps and three bandits with prockets so i was a little bit worried about the alpha strike in this list but I think I picked my targets well, took out all three bandits fairly quickly, then dealt with Nora and emerged victor in that game. Game three was John Fawcett, and the IQ players will be glad to know I ended up conceding this game in about 15 minutes. It was a, a terrible match from my point of view. In the first engagement, I ended up, even uh, though Night Beast had a focus token and used the Iden charge, ended up losing Night Beast to two proton torpedo attacks. Just blanked out, but in both roles, and just couldn't keep him on the board, and then lost Hal Runner in the second engagement uh, to Luke. Um, so that was a uh, Luke and Corrin list, uh, both with regen. And uh, yeah, well played, John. Unfortunately, there's not much I could do against that. And then the final game was against Alan Watson, and it was an interesting match because he was flying Denga, which, if anyone knows, I used to fly a bit of Jumpmaster back in 1.0. And I think it was a fairly gritty game where we were just slogging it out. Unfortunately, I just lost too many TIE fighters by the time I had dealt with Denga. And then when he was left with Fenral, uh, who could basically abuse me, I don't think it was uh, much I could be doing about that. I think I'll be having a break going forwards and I'm going to try something different on Tuesday. I've got a couple of lists in mind, some that involve Falcons with the Rebels and some that might involve Defenders with the Imperials. Um, so we'll have a little play with that on Tuesday and then when we talk about future list discussions maybe I'll get involved and, and see how that got went on. But yeah, that's uh, enough for myself. Let's see how Chris got on. So Chris, what list were you taking today? Okay, so today I was taking a bit of a turret list. I've just recently been practicing and playing with 
surfaced drones with grappling struts and some form of missile. So today I had four separatist drones with grappling struts, two with homing missiles, two with cluster missiles. Uh, and instead of taking the extra drones with the missiles this time, I took a SIF infiltrator for the first time. So I took 066 pilot with K2B4, tactical scrambler, DRK1 probe droids, Count Dooku, a gonk droid and tractor beams. Uh, primarily the idea is that the drones roll forward onto rocks, stick there and then act as static turrets while the infiltrator flies around and picks things off whilst giving some support to the actual drones. So it kind of did what it was supposed to but not as well as weirdly enough the 7 drone version actually did. So it's a toss up whether or not the infiltrator is actually worth 3 additional drones or not in the list we'll have to see. Um, first game I played was against Ketsu with a few toys backed by Old Terok and L3. Ketsu did Ketsu things, was able to get in the way and pretty much destroy the Sif Infiltrator. Um, so I lost that game quite handsomely to my opponent called James. Uh, second game was against a Dengar list and again Dengar with the double taps just destroyed drones uh, and the infiltrator survived but wasn't really in a position to do much damage back to Dengar and Fen Rao. The third game was a bye and then the final game was against three Jedi and uh, the three Jedi came round to try to actually outflank them but because of the drones acting like they do with the turret maneuvers and the grappling struts they just kept turning and the Jedi kept in arc of at least two to three drones every time and it just enabled me to destroy the Jedi list by focus firing on one Jedi at a time so overall not too bad I went two and two effectively and enjoyed the day but I'm still not quite sure about the Sith Infiltrator in the list I might sort of swap around some of the updates on it upgrades and see how they get on yeah, I think it's interesting. I think some of the points drops with Grievous or some of the other Bulbasaur. <laughs> um, yeah, some of the, the points drops uh, with that, you could possibly look at fielding one of them for your to get your tactical relay if you wanted to keep that in the list. Uh, and then, yeah, like you say, you'd end up with a few more drones uh, with missiles, which would possibly, you know, just just help a bit a bit better. I think certainly, like I think Seer does quite well with with the, the droids. But no, it's interesting. I think you know, I think everybody pretty much, apart from perhaps myself, uh, was running something a bit different, a bit of an experimentation. But yeah, I think that is pretty much. Any, any other comments or any other thoughts on the day? Um. Yeah, I've got to say, it was, a, it was a very good day. The guys from IQ, very welcoming, put on a good show. Uh, so thanks very much to Mark and uh, everybody else at IQ Games. Other thoughts on the day? Yeah, I think after now taking on both Dengar and Ketsu after the points changes, definitely worth taking another look at. So something I might uh, keep on board for the not-too-distant future myself. Excellent. Yeah, IQ, uh, fantastic hosts as always. Uh, great for you know pop up and see them. I think one final point I'll make before we go is I just like a big uh, shout out to Farn Langelan who has won the Madrid 
system open today i believe with quad k wings uh beating rebel beef in the final obviously this was the last premier event that i think is using the points uh, i think paris is going to be using the new points going forwards uh so well done fun and i shall see you over in minnesota uh we're now gonna have a little break and move on to my interview with rob ram and Adam watson and other than that thanks for listening and we will catch you on the next episode of the sift taker snapshots podcast Hello there, so I am joined with Alan and Rob and we're just going to have a quick chat about the games that went on. So Alan, you finished ninth out of 13 I think it was, yeah. uh, why don't you tell us what was in your list and how your games went. So I took a variation of my usual Boba Fett L3, basically I dropped Boba Fett Denga with all the usual stuff that you're going to see him popping up as a yeah, title, contraband, all those fun things. Played Stuart in the first round with his Ray and A-Wings and just got battered. Uh, a bit of bad call on my part, one or two spots. Uh, second was, is it Chris playing the Sifters? Oh, yeah, Chris Bain. Yeah. Well, Fen likes facing Vortidroids. He will pop them pretty yeah, much yeah. consistently. So, okay, the homing missiles made him worry, but got him to one health, but had that one. Uh, then I played Rob. We had an awesome game. It was so tactically that, right, I've got Fen against Guri and Boss. I need to stay alive, what the hell what am I doing? Really tactical, really fun. And then we played us played yourself to team in last That was it, uh, yeah, so f- yeah. final game today. Uh we, we played each other and I didn't think it was a terrible matchup. Quite happy we're going toe to toe with Denga. Um, I've just uh, well, I'll talk about my list separately. But it's been a bit of a tough game. But it was it was nice to sort of see Denga back out. Uh, I, mean, I was a big um, sort of Denga Jumpmaster player at the sort of the end of first edition, and I think the absence of the Jumpmaster has been quite noticeable. And it's nice to see them sort of re-emerging. I've been writing oh, a few yeah. lists. How did you find Denga's sort of the the chassis and and the rules work out for you today? It's well, I've got to compare this to Boba Real, which is yeah. a hard thing to do. Cause that's oh, I, think, I think it's a good But comparison. it's a good comparison, you're right. I think there's potential with a double shot to have the greater damage output, if you're getting it all lined up right. The higher pilot skill, well, sorry, high initiative is definitely better. But those re-rolls on the defence for Boba at range one of things that are very powerful and just keep him alive that much longer... So I'm sad to say I might be going back to Boba. Yeah, well, I think it's, you know, with the points change, it is good to, to have a bit of experiment. So someone that definitely had a bit of an experiment today was Rob. And congratulations on winning today's event. Uh, why don't you tell us what craziness you had in your list? So with the points change, I want I realised that the, the YV had gone down by a handful of points, being one of my early loves of 1.0 when I first started playing the game. So I want to get Bosk back on the table. So Bosk with... Um, the IG, D crew, Lando, and BT1 for some sort of crit control seemed strong. Um, had L3 in the back, being able to reinforce the double uh, double calculate moves and then reinforces. So you've got three um, tokens to be able to spend with Lando. Um, and then flanking at the side, uh, Guri with a shield upgrade, outmaneuver, and advanced sensors, um, running at 191. It seemed strong. I've never played Guri before. Um, Bosk is something I'm used to, but quite it's a bit of a new love. It's Gurry. Yeah, I think it was uh, it's interesting to see the the YV six 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 out on the table because yeah. again, uh, there's been a noticeable absence uh, in sort of two point oh of that like, particular ship. I feel like the points have come down to a point where it's a little it can be competitive now. 
Yeah. Um, that and tied with um, IGD is also coming down a point. So like Bosk's running a, like seventy something, like like in the low seventies, tied with a an eighty eight point Gurry. Um, you can get quite a quite a nice list in there. And also with the the coordinate of the bucket going around, you can just keep it going. Yeah, I think it's interesting. So we've had obviously uh, points drop in certain um, scum bills because they got hit quite heavily uh, the previous points update. I think the top list today were generally scum. So you had uh, Ian Franklin was running Shadowcaster, Talon Bane. Uh, and old Tarok. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, that's uh, a, you know, like a, a variation of old Paras list. Yep, yeah, yeah, exactly. Then obviously yourself with uh, Bosk, Guri, and Lee. So yeah, it's I think it's interesting to see the scum. I, you know, I've been playing around a few lists myself, and you know, perhaps I'll have an experiment on Tuesday. Nice to see Dengo back out there. I do feel um, there's a lot more love for the scum with the with the new point change. There's like a lot of different tweaks here and there. Fair enough, that some things haven't had a dramatic drop, but it's like a lot overall is sort of helping it. It feels. You can fit, definitely fit a lot more in. Like even Bobber went down a point. Or so so. Yeah, I mean, it was a surprise not seeing you obviously running um, uh, Fire Sprays, but I suppose obviously you know, having a bit of an experiment with Dengar just to see how he gets on. I mean, it was in the in the bag if I decided I don't want to do this. I put the bobber in there. I've tried not having the tack office of this time because obviously tripling points is horrible. Hey, we spoke about that. Because yeah. okay, I've had L3. You had a tech officer. I didn't have a tech officer. Yes. But I never, never, we spoke after that. I never felt like I needed to have it because mm. as soon as L3 drops the two shields, which is going to get pinked at some point, she can, the three banks keeps her up with the rest of the list. I think equally though, because you're more focusing on her following uh, Bosk for a lot. She just sits behind. He's a lot slower, yeah. so he can keep up, whereas Bobba can be a lot faster yeah, of the two going forward on fat and boosting. So it's, mm. it's a bit swings around about her, really, I think. Yep. And I say, I'll have to try it without the tack officer again. And now I'll try the first iteration with that list. And, yeah. But now that I know the list more, I should do better with it. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you very much uh, for coming on and chatting to us. We'll be back later in the week with probably some more in-depth point discussions. And no doubt we'll be uh, starting to get to grips with uh, lists and sort of looking forward. So uh, thank you very much, Alan and Rob. And we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.